This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, January 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. President Obama and Vice President-elect Mike Pence will both be on Capitol Hill today as the new Congress moves into its second day. Obama will be meeting with Democratic members of the House and the Senate to make the case for preserving his signal policy achievement, the Affordable Care Act. Pence, who will be meeting with House and Senate Republicans, has told reporters that he'll be pushing the incoming administration's agenda, including the need to roll back regulations. Ag Secretary Watch goes on. The most pressing question for agriculture is when and who is going to be nominated to run USDA. On Monday, the focus was on former Georgia Governor Sonny Perdue. But CNN reported yesterday that former California Lieutenant Governor Abel Maldonado might still well be on the short list. Maldonado would make sense in that Trump hasn't named a single Hispanic to his cabinet and has only two open spots to fill, that agriculture and veterans affairs. But Purdue would likely be easier to confirm, given the tax and wage issue reported at Maldonado's family farming operation. Purdue keeps an open door for farmers. Zippy Duvall, the president of the American Farm Bureau Federation, tells AgriPulse that Purdue has a good understanding of agriculture, even though he hasn't been a farmer himself. Duvall was president of the Georgia Farm Bureau when Purdue was governor. Duvall says he always had an open door for the state's farmers. Duvall also confirms that Purdue is a great outdoorsman. He's a great shot. If you hunt quail with him, you can't let him shoot first. He doesn't miss. For more on Trump's other nominees that are critical to agriculture, including his pick for U.S. Trade Representative and EPA, be sure and read the weekly AgriPulse newsletter. Sessions and Danes join Senate Ag. The Senate Agriculture Committee has two new Republican members, although one of them probably won't be there for long. Alabama Senator Jeff Sessions, Trump's nominee for Attorney General, has been named to the committee along with Montana Senator Steve Daines. Republican Senator Ben Sasse will be leaving committee, which means there won't be a Nebraskan on the panel when it writes a new farm bill. North Carolina Senator Tom Tillis is also leaving the committee. There will be one new Democrat on the committee, that Maryland Senator Chris Van Hollen. Farm state senators joining Environment and Public Works. The Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, meanwhile, is getting additional members that represent major agriculture states. Republicans Jerry Moran of Kansas and Johnny Ernst of Iowa, as well as Democrats Tammy Duckworth of Illinois and Kamala Harris of California. The committee has jurisdiction over the EPA and the Renewable Fuel Standard, as well as other environmental issues, including oversight of the Endangered Species Act. Barrasso and Inhofe meet with Pruitt, Trump's nominee as administrator of the EPA, Oklahoma Attorney General Scott Pruitt met yesterday with the incoming chairman of the Environment and Public Works Committee, John Barrasso, and the committee's former chairman, Jim Inhofe. Barrasso, a Wyoming Republican, said, We had a good conversation focused on policy and reforms that are necessary at the agency. Pruitt has excellent insights on how to help the EPA better meet its mission of protecting the environment while growing the American economy. Mossad leaving CFTC early. Timothy Mossad has announced his resignation as chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission that effective January 20th, Obama's last day in office. 
Mossad's term runs to April. Under Mossad, the agency has acted to soften Dodd-Frank regulations that had raised concerns with agriculture commodity traders. Mossad says the CFTC focused on issues that pose the greatest risk to the markets while making sure that businesses can use the derivatives markets efficiently and effectively to hedge routine commercial risk and engage in price discovery. Food and Drug Administration goals met on antibiotic issues. FDA has declared success in two major initiatives to combat antibiotic resistance in agriculture. First, new regulations are now in effect requiring farmers to have veterinary approval for usage of medically important antibiotics. Second, all antibiotic manufacturers have now officially ended the sale of antibiotics for growth promotion. The companies voluntarily agreed to stop the sale of the drugs for production purposes, but the agency didn't finish approving the formal labeling changes until last month, FDS praising farm groups and the feed industry for cooperating with the actions. The success of this collaborative effort marks an important step forward in promoting antimicrobial stewardship in animals, according to the agency in a statement. Oil industry leader to give annual outlook. That banging sound you hear this afternoon might be biofuels advocates pounding their fists against their desks as the American Petroleum Institute holds court on the American energy industry. API CEO Jack Girard will deliver his annual State of American Energy address today at a luncheon at the Ronald Reagan Building and International Trade Center in Washington. Last year, Gerard used the address to refer to the renewable fuel standard as a, quote, relic of our nation's energy past that was in need of repeal or significant reform. Biofuels groups issued furious replies of their own. Watch for similar retorts from those same groups later today. Here's today's He Said It. Just so you know, at Speaker Ryan, he's grounded. That's freshman Representative Roger Marshall, a Republican of Kansas, tweeting after his son briefly disrupted a family photo with Ryan by doing what appeared to be a dance known as dabbing. Ryan also used his Twitter account to joke about the incident. Just finished swearing in photos, nearly 300 members, countless cute kids, still don't get what dabbing is, though. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, January 4th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod Watkinson and Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.